0: Welcome to another edition of Inside the Economy. I'm Larry Howes, thanks for joining me. This round, I wanna talk mostly about employment, the gains of employment, and how that's working in the battle against the CPI, which we have started. Fundamental numbers look okay. The service side of the ISM has come back. Service side of the economy has got a little inflation in it, but it's, Moving forward, just great. Initial jobless claims are still down. Unemployment, 3.6. Good numbers. The yield curve is flat. The 30-year, the 10-year, they're just flat as a pancake. And the important part of that is the three-month note. It's about 80 basis points. Fed funds today is 25 basis points. So they've already priced a 50 basis point increase in May. I think there's a 75% chance. That's exactly what the Fed will do. It's okay. It's already in the market. It's all about disposable personal income. The advent of the COVID and the infusion of cash from the government, spending on this, no spending on this, holding off on debt, all of that stuff made disposable personal income numbers come way up. Now that a lot of that is over, The numbers are settling down. Disposable income is down. It's due to the inflation. Driven by supply side mostly, catching up on spending mostly and about nine other reasons. But the big battle about wages started with the federal minimum wage at $15 an hour, which it needed to go to. It is probably not enough. Wage an hour, a lot of places, strikes, so on and so forth, is an effort to get back to parity. Some of that is reflected in this, debt to disposable income. Debt has come down. A lot of people quit acquiring debt in a lot of ways. A lot of home purchases, all cash, so on and so forth. The numbers are fluctuating a little bit because of inflation in the system and they're not getting them down tight. but it is not getting particularly better. We are entering into a great spending phase. It always is when tax refunds come around and this year the refunds are gonna be across the board higher than usual. There was still the child care credit and a few other things that is going to have those that have W-2 wages get a bigger piece back. Interestingly enough, it's amazing how many of these people don't know how many dollars they paid in taxes but they know what the tax refund is. This is gonna skew the spending numbers because as soon as this money comes back, it's very efficient money, it's just like social security, it's going right out into the system. Well, that system has some big things that are going on right now. This is a result of mortgages at five and a half. Freddie Mac says you can get a 30 year mortgage at 5%. No, you can't. Uh, in Denver, you can get 5.8. with some points on top, but call it five and a half. But new mortgage applications are way down. They've dropped off. The buyers that need those mortgages are starting to be priced out of the market and a a 5.5% mortgage compared to a 3.8, push some out. So the mortgage market uh, is going through a lean time right now. Housing prices, well, they are a little high We know why we've been tracking this. I still wouldn't call it a bubble because a lot of these numbers are reflected this high, don't have any debt on them. We don't have a problem with way too much debt holding too much value in these houses. We have values in these houses without any debt. So they're not going very far. Places like Denver who normally have 8,000 homes on the market this time of year, there's about 1,600. And unless you have a marketplace that isn't so thin, these prices aren't going to come down. They may stabilize a little tiny bit, but they aren't gonna come down. You don't have a marketplace that's bidding them down. People are waiting for stuff to come on the market and it's coming on at a premium. Industrial production in the U.S. is doing well. There have been some supply issues. There have been a lot of things, chips, steel, plastic parts, all kinds of things. A lot of this inflation cycle started from supply shortages. We're very familiar with all of that stuff. And this atrocity in Ukraine has put another chink in the armor of the supply system. It's gonna take the rest of this year to get that stuff straight. It is one of the many components of why this inflation is, is where it is. Now the industrial production in these states is what it should be. Los Angeles, Houston, Dallas, all of these bright red places, very high employment, high manufacturing, high service businesses. Uh, And this doesn't even reflect very much that automobiles, one really aren't part of the calculation for CPI, but they're building trucks and very few cars. They're really not even back in the production business yet. That will make this even more robust. The benefit of this, that almost every state you see here is at 100% of their revenue projections, if not over. The states are doing very well. Their tax collections are great. Their sales tax, property tax, all that stuff. They're doing fine. What we have now is employment costs are kind of back up where they were at 2000 as a percentage. That started a cycle that was basically focused on China, triggered by, just so you know, automatic wage increases for cost of living. Cola increases had a huge impact on globalization of basic industry in the US. It went to China, went to Vietnam, went to Mexico for a while. Well, that has adjusted back up and the markets are trying to change their positioning because employing people is now costing a little bit more, benefits, all of that stuff. Well, they kind of had to catch up. What happens is when you get inflation pressure elsewhere, a little wage pressure, you get the feeling that there is too much activity going on in the economy. So things like in this case, the red is the yield curve between the 10 year and the two year kind of on the technical side, but when it starts to climb like it is now, like it has historically, that's known as flattening of the yield curve, or in some cases, inversion of the yield curve, it has been a good indication that, well, maybe there's too much employment and the Federal Reserve has to slow demand. That's what they do. The reason you go after things like raising the cost of money, taking assets out of your portfolio, all of that sort of stuff is to slow demand. And unfortunately where you slow demand is on the consumer side. And it always starts with the lower end of the salaried consumer. Those that just got their wage increases up to normalcy. Those that are reflective in the cost of employment right now that we just looked at, those are the people that are going to have their consumption slowed first. A couple of questions about all the money that's been put into the system. Isn't that the source of this inflation? Well, here's a nice long indicative illustration of, well sometimes money supply has an impact on inflation, sometimes it doesn't. It really has at this time Again, it's one of the components, a lot more cash in the system, supply side problems. People wanting all this stuff now, they can't do it, all of that. It's not just new money in the system, nor is it going to have a huge impact on the market. This is a reminder for those who are sensitive to what the S&P 500 is doing and the S&P 500 had a little minor correction, kind of recovered, kind of going sideways, a lot of things, but When there is an inversion in the yield curve and that's the dark places on this chart, it has had a negative impact on the S&P 500 for a little while. People were worried about, oh, we're going to have a recession. So maybe I ought to buy some bonds or maybe I'll go in cash, whatever it was. But the S&P always comes back and it's been historically faster than you think. So, There's not a lot of worry on the industrial side or the stockholder side of how the Federal Reserve slows this economy. It's here. This is the reason for all of this. You look at the actual spending available to people on the middle and the low end of the hourly wages and it's horrible. They got back to parity there for a little while. This inflation gets in the system, their ability to buy stuff a working guy can't put diesel in his truck at four dollars and fifty cents a gallon and spend sixty dollars for his family of three for breakfast very long just can't afford it so the federal reserve has got to slow the economy and they're going to slow it with the people that it impacts the most it's going to start there it's going to take a little while then the middle upper incomes, it's gonna affect them slow a little bit and then they'll be done. Six months ago, I told you, gee, if the Fed comes up to one and a half, that'll be enough. Uh, it's not. Today, it's, it's two. I hope it isn't two and a half, but it could be two and a half. That will be too much. Uh, that'll increase the chances of an actual recession, which won't have a big impact on a lot of people except on the lower hourly wage, and it will impact them the most. That's where they are. The Federal Reserve is gonna go overboard. They're doing the right things. They have to do this, they have to do that. Inflation has probably peaked. 60% chance it's probably peaked. It's not gonna just drop away like it was reasonable to assume even a year ago. Yeah, but it's gonna go away as fast. It's gonna linger a little longer. The Federal Reserve is gonna have to hit it a little harder and a little longer. Well, thanks for joining me. As usual, questions, send them along to info at SHWJWealthAdvisors. Glad to deal with it. And I'll see you next time.